Welcome, everyone, to the NKU Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Josh Cobb, with Phil Hoffman and Noah Miller. Guys, it was a pretty exciting weekend for NKU athletics, actually, with between baseball and soft, softball. And I'm sure you all saw the softball news. Two no-hitters back-to-back days. That's pretty dang impressive. And yeah. we got a big game uh, happening later today as well. Yeah, it is pretty crazy to have two different – pitchers throw no hitters back to back that's impressive Alicia Flores was the second one Lauren Hicks was the first one both through no hitters and it's one thing to have two no hitters in one season but back to back days the same series against the same team is uh, is awesome for NK or in any team yeah and how do you let how do you let as like the other team how do you not get a hit in two games yeah. I mean that kind of has to hurt the other team and their confidence. you got to have somebody step up <laughs> for something. Oh, yeah, even just like even lay, the, yeah. like it's Bush League to kind of do this, but like just lay a bunt down and get on, like break up the no-hitter, something mm-hmm. to get your team going. It, it would be nice. And, you know, Detroit Mercy, obviously they didn't get any hits, and obviously they didn't win the series either because NKU defeated them in game one, five to two. And shut them out six to nothing. But Detroit is three and twenty nine on the season, two and fifteen in conference. So that was a win NKU obviously had to get. But NKU is now fourteen and twenty six, and that pushes them to nine and seven in the Horizon League. So some more stats from those two no hitters. Alicia Flores go went seven hitless innings with thirteen strikeouts for the no hitter. And between Lauren Hicks and Flores, they combined for 14 hitless innings with 29 strikeouts. When you think about it, when you combine it like that, that just makes it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It sounds really good. And then the baseball had a series sweep against Oakland this weekend. And that's another impressive series, getting a win over Oakland, who's a pretty solid team. We, because we we did our research for that for other reasons, yeah. <laughs> but and, and again they sh- swept a you sweep a Horizon League team, especially a team that's probably around the same talent level as you are, makes it even a bigger accomplishment. T or just before the show started, NKU bat, men's basketball got a transfer, Kian Tierjier. I might be pronouncing that wrong. I apologize, but we'll get to know it as the time goes on. And he's from Marquette. Marquette was the Big East champion, a two-seed this season, and he is 6'9", 215. That is a good replacement for Chris Brandon, especially from a Big East school. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we we talked about that in our show in previous shows, that Mm -hmm. we need a replacement for Chris Brandon. We need another big to step up. And the one off the bench, forget his name, Sword wall. I could be yeah, pronouncing that's that wrong. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we were expecting him to maybe be Chris Brandon's replacement, but he an- entered the transfer portal. And so now we got a teaser. Yeah, and it wouldn't hurt to get another big guy, too. Get somebody on the bench. Yeah, I really wouldn't. It'd be a good idea, especially since Chris Brandon was dominant in the rebounds mm-hmm. and played a very important role. So hopefully, it, whether it be a teaser stepping up into a new system or somebody coming off the bench and just stepping up. And, again, I know we've talked about this in multiple episodes, but having Warwick and Benson returning 
it's obviously what you need, but then the transfer portal is so huge and now that you have to take advantage of that. And it, when you can get a guy from a bigger school like that, even if he didn't have the numbers that some some of the people ahead of him on the team had, to have that kind of experience and think I mean think about who he's practicing against every single day. He has and been there for two years, a red shirt season, his first season for the Golden Eagles, and then playing and actually getting some time last season. You take you can you want to take that for especially a mid major school in a small school like NKU. So let's kind of go forward to NFL. I know there's not a lot happening, but Jalen Hurts signed the biggest deal in NFL history yesterday. And I was kind of shocked that Jalen Hurts was going to be the one to have the biggest deal. Yeah, and, it, you know, we are hearing this almost every season now that there's a new uh, most highest-paid player in NFL history. It's almost like it's not even a big deal anymore, it seems like. Oh, it is. It's definitely not a big deal. It's not a surprise to everybody mm -hmm. when we hear it. But I know it's not a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing for the NFL. No. And it's not a good thing because then you got to look at the – Lamar Jackson situation in Baltimore, he will definitely get paid more. If the Ravens decide to continue with him, he will get paid more than Jalen Hurts. And then so you have to look at it. There's another quarterback in the same division as Lamar Jackson who will probably get paid more than Lamar Jackson. You think? I mean, maybe, maybe. There was rumors that it was going to be like a 10-year, $500 million Honestly, deal, being but a long-term Bengals fan, I I would just be shocked to see the Bengals spend money and do uh make a big splashy move like that. Yeah, it would it would be shocking for the Bengals to do that, but you got to look at the team they've built, the team they've drafted, they've built around besides an O-line for Joe Burrow. So, I this could be a big off-season for the Bengals and the NFL in a, in general. I saw where someone said yesterday after that Hurts contract extension that that was a payday for Joe Burrow. And, I, I again, like you said, the Bengals aren't used to making those kind of extensions, mm -hmm. but maybe maybe that's what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, you they haven't, haven't had you a guy like Joe Burrow. Exactly. So Aaron Rodgers is now the second highest paid, $50.2 million, while Jalen Hurts was at $51 million. And Rodgers, we don't know what that's going to be yet between the Packers and the Jets. Russell Wilson, the newly or the new Bronco, fifty million. They just below Rodgers. And what a waste! No kidding. And the guy <laughs> below him on that list is even more of a waste. I I I might be wrong, but is Patrick Mahomes getting forty five a year? Yeah. See, that's another thing. You can't like you can't tell me that he's not going to want more money. Yeah, Mahomes is just going to go knows. even higher. Yeah. Who knows? He may stay where he's at, you know, for the team's sake. He's already getting paid a whole bunch, but he could absolutely demand more oh, with definitely. his resume. Or an extension or a mm -hmm. rework of the contract, something. So Kyler Murray, fourth, $49.2 million. I'm not an owner, I'm GM, <laughs> but I just don't understand that one. Moves like that make me think I could be. <laughs> In fifth, Deshaun Watson, forty-six million. Cleveland spent that much on a quarterback who barely even played last season, yeah. and has a lot of off-the-field issues. And when he did yeah. play, it didn't even do. It didn't even show. I'm not going to say a waste yet. Who knows what he'll do this year? You know, with some more time in the system. But uh, yeah, it's just incredible 
how how all these QBs are getting paid so dang much. Yeah, and out of those quarterbacks that you named, half of them don't don't even deserve that that much money. Half of them don't deserve half of what they got. Yeah, half of them probably shouldn't be in the league. Josh Allen is sixth, forty-five point nine million. So out of those six players, two have a Super Bowl ring. Wow. And Jalen Hurts is the only other one to make a Super Bowl. Think about that. Yeah, I, the Kyler Murray one just baffles me. You know, they didn't even make it to like an NFC Championship with him. I think they may have won a playoff game or two. I don't even think they did. They had Maybe one not. of the best starts to the NFL season two years ago, and they didn't yeah. even make playoffs. And like the first half of that season, I, or it was like two years in a row in the first half of the season – Kyler Murray looked like an MVP. Oh, yeah. And then the second half, he just, you know, shit the bed. Well, new Call of Duty came out. That's right. <laughs> so, he had to get the play into that instead of focusing on football. The highest paid running backs, Christian McCaffrey is number one, Alvin Kamara is two, and oh. Joe Mixon is three. I'm shocked wow. to not see Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb on that list. I didn't know Joe Mixon was that high on the twelve point five three million. Wow, I knew I knew third. he had a big contract, but I didn't. Yeah, I thought there was a lot higher paid running backs out there. I mean, Christian I, McCaffrey I, makes sense. Yeah, uh, CMC does make sense, but I'm not surprised that those three are the top three. But I mean, there are rumors that Derrick Henry's out of Tennessee that they're going to trade him, and mm. there's been some big names involved, like the Chiefs getting him or the bills yep and that's just wow and, and obviously austin, austin eckler from the chargers mm-hmm. he i don't know if he requested a trade or they're talking about trading and they're also the chargers are also thinking about getting rid of keenan allen so yeah which i think wouldn't be a bad move especially for a cap with them yeah especially they have mike williams who is another great receiver and Saquon could easily be on that running back list, but he got the franchise tag instead yeah. of the uh, contract that he was looking for this year. There's also rumors in that that he might get traded to wow. somewhere. So, I, I don't know. I think a draft night is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of trades, I think. I think so. It's, so, I see all these mock drafts and everything, and I really don't think anybody could predict what's going to happen. I thought a quarterback was going to be drafted first, but then I see a report – that quarterback won't be taken off the board until the fourth pick. No, see, I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. The Texans are in dire need. So are the Panthers. Yep. And if the Panthers are going to go out and get pieces on defense, they're going to get some offensive pieces. Why would you not draft mm-hmm. a, a quarterback? I've heard the Texans, if uh, they don't get the QB they want, which I think they want C.J. Stroud from what I've been hearing. Wow. But uh, if they maybe don't get him, the Panthers take him first. They might go with you know, a non-QB player and tank for next year's QB, <laughs> but who knows? Well, a lot of the first few teams are going after Jalen Carter hard, and they've stopped meetings with the quarterbacks. Wow. So Well, I believe it was Bryce Young. A report came out last night that he quit his meetings, and he only had meetings with two teams, and it was the Panthers and the Texans. Wow. Who knows? Yeah. Some this of year's draft has oh, it's already be been crazy yeah. and hasn't even started. Some of the other positions on here, Cooper. So t- total guaranteed money, f- guaranteed money for wide receivers. Cooper Cup seventy five million, Tyreek Hill seventy two point two million, and Stephon Diggs seventy million. 
I think that's a good. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's a fair list. The total gar- guaranteed money for tight ends: George Kittle, forty million; Mark mm-hmm. Andrews, thirty-seven point six; and Dallas Goddard, thirty-four point eight. Wow. No Travis Kelsey. Yeah, surprisingly. Well, I mean, they got to pay Mahomes. They do. So they got to pay all kinds of stars on that team. Yeah. For cornerbacks, as of now, it's Denzel Ward in first, Jalen Ramsey, and Marlon Humphrey for the Ravens in third. There's still a lot of cornerbacks out there. Edge rushers, which I think is a crazy one. Joey Bosa is first, $102 million, then Miles Garrett and Khalil Mack. The Chargers have two of the highest-paid edge rushers. (laughs) Two of the three highest-paid edge rushers. And I know Khalil Mack didn't necessarily – uh, pan out for the best uh, last year, but who knows? You know they got big players there. And we'll go through some of the other positions. Safety: Derwin James is the highest paid safety. There's more more money, and then tied for second: Jamal Adams, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Jesse Bates. Bates' new contract with the Falcons. Is forty or is thirty six million, which is tied with Fitzpatrick and Adams. Yeah, uh, that's a fair list, I think, too, for the safeties. N- who would have thought Justin Tucker <laughs> is the highest paid kicker? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost it's by it's the biggest margin between first and second on this list. He is the highest paid by four point five million dollars. Wow, rightfully so. Oh, absolutely. If you get a sixty six yard field goal. You definitely in a game. You definitely deserve it. Longest all time, most accurate kicker of all time. Yeah, I hope he gets in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't see how it won't happen. Oh, he but definitely will. There's yeah. no way. Are there any kick kickers in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, Vinatieri in there. Yeah, okay. I, I, right. He would have to be. I Adam think. Vinatieri? I think Vinatieri is the most is probably most recent. I know there's a few older kickers. Okay. In. As we're all typing on our computers here to yeah. look up. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't sure how. Do many you know there Morton were. Anderson? That's the only other kicker that I would know. I that. Oh look at that! The first uh, post I click on, Justin Tucker's face pops up. <laughs> Is there any other kickers you think could make the Hall of Fame based on, not maybe not based on their performance already, but based off the potential that they have? I think I think Mason Crosby could yeah, get in just because of the longevity. Career. Yeah, I I'd like to say Evan McPherson, but his year two wasn't as uh, spectacular. Uh, no. Based off his first year, I think that you know there's a chance, but uh, who knows? Yeah, a kicker has to be re- really consistent through their entire career. You know that that uh, Bengals Cincinnati game in McPherson's first year, or that Bengals Green Bay game. <laughs> was not an accurate game. That was stressful. That it wasn't was accurate for stressful. either kicker. Robbie Gold, maybe? Oh, yeah. He, Robbie he's Gold uh, could had it. a perfect uh, postseason career with kicking. He hasn't missed a single yeah, I think kick or field goal or nothing in the postseason. I th- I think Robbie Gold could, will will get in. Josh is over here thinking well, real hard. Well, I, I know why, because 49ers kicker and – Packers fans don't not, like the 49ers. I'm not <laughs> commenting on that. I mean, Robbie Gold is good, but I don't – whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think, are there any other kickers? Don't 
Not that come. I really think Mc McPherson can get in if Shay. he. Yeah, I mean he has a leg. It's early. And it's to only say. his second year. Yeah. And it's well going on his third, but I think he has a shot. For sure. Let's switch over to the NBA. The NBA playoffs have been happening, even though one of us hasn't been watching. Yep, Phil. that's me right here. <laughs> it's actually been really good. I've actually been really interested. I'm usually not, but there is one series that I just do not care for. It's the 76ers and the Nets. What? I just don't care for what? it. How come? Well, the Nets don't have any, like, stars. I like seeing the stars. Like, I watch the Clippers and the Suns, and you have Kawhi oh, and yeah. KD and Devin Booker all going to each other. Love the Kings and Warriors series. Probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. The Kings went up 2-0 with an 114-106 to win over the Warriors. Draymond Green got ejected for stomping on a player. <laughs> How do you do that in a playoff game? Okay, okay, listen, listen. I don't think it was Draymond Green's fault. Like, okay, yes, yes, don't don't kick him. But why is Sabonis holding the dude's foot when he's trying to run full speed? You can't do that. And then Draymond was just like, dude, come on, and then kicked him. Like, what what is Dray – I mean, Draymond's not supposed to kick him for sure, mm -hmm. but why why is Sabonis holding his foot? I mean, the, the video – like, I mean – he was holding on, and then but then Green jumped up on him like a trampoline and jumped <laughs> off. You Jeez. you don't have to do that. Yeah, but don't hold the dude's leg. Obviously, uh, you said as you said, I'm not a big uh, watcher of the NBA, but in big in the especially in the playoffs, uh, big name players they got to keep their composure. He's not one that's really great oh, at it no, either. Definitely not. Definitely not. My favorite, my favorite series is your least favorite series, and it's because I like the 76ers. I like their whole team. I like Tyrese Maxey. I like Joel Embiid, MVP. Uh, but yeah, you don't, you don't like. I, I, that's, yeah. I guess because KD did carry the Nets to the playoffs, and then the Nets were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna trade you." Phil, I'll so. show you the video, and yeah, we'll keep right. talking. And you be the judge, man. Yeah, Phil, this is all up to you. You're like an NBA ref here. Oh, I'm, I'm a ref. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> so yeah, he was, like uh, Noah said, he was holding his foot, which absolutely shouldn't have happened. But, yeah, oh, man, just by the uh, look on his face, he didn't like that jump. No, but I, I don't know. I, I like the old style of basketball back in, like, the 80s and 90s when you could, like, punch somebody Billy, and you're not getting here's a replay. thrown out of the game. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a stomp. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's on Draymond right there. See, I don't think yeah, he, but why I don't think he was holding it, though. I think it was just the way his arms were. I don't believe Yeah, it didn't no. seem like he was intentionally trying to grab Did you watch anything. game one of that yeah. series? Yeah. Where, like, Sabonis was, like, already holding Draymond Green on the ground? <laughs> Green plays that way, too. I mean, Green, yeah, Green plays... Do, yeah. I mean, Green starts a lot of stuff. I, I mean, personally, I could see it both ways, but I'd blame that on Draymond. There's I'll no, you, there. you got to be the adult in that situation. Even the, and I don't think he was held personally. I mean, I just think that's the way you came down because he was, he wasn't even looking up at Draymond. So, but you could see it either way. If you're Draymond there, you just gotta, you know, try to get out of it, get down court, and hopefully something gets called in your favor. If he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have stomped, it, he probably would have gotten a call. 
in his favor. No, no, he wasn't. You don't think? Because that should have been called automatically, and it wasn't until Draymond did something. So, I mean, that, that's fair too. But I mean, it's both their fault. But like Draymond did, like kind of overreact about it. And then some of the other series, the Celtics are just destroyed destroyed the Hawks in round yeah. one. The Heat upset the Bucks, but Giannis went out with an injury. Mm. And then I know the Nuggets defeated the Timberwolves, the one over the eight. The Knicks beat the Cavs. The Knicks beat the Cavs, which I loved watching that game. That was a great game. And then I'm trying to think. And I'll say if I ever do get into NBA, I would probably root for the Heat just with being an Ohio guy, but uh, I don't know. You you wouldn't root for the Cavs? No. Not a big Cleveland fan here. <laughs> he goes, big Ohio guy, Heat. <laughs> the, heat the Heat's far from Ohio. Is it? It's Miami. Yeah, it's Miami. Of My- Florida. Oh, Florida? <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was Miami of Ohio. That shows how much I know. Let me ask you something, Phil. Sure. Why would Miami of Ohio have an <laughs> NBA team? I don't know, Josh. That's a great question. Don't you think they would just move down to Cincinnati? They they should. Cincinnati should, they should. have an NBA team. Yeah, they, they got a whole to. lot of other teams. Yeah, if you if you can have the Reds and the Bengals, just go on and have an NBA team. I'd like yeah. to see Louisville have an NBA team too. I'd be there all the time. And what what would an NBA team's name be in Cincinnati? Because I believe they already had they had an NBA team before we were born. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it the Royals? It was the Royals. Oscar Robertson played for oh. them. Who played? What would be a good for name? UC. Because you got the Cincinnati Bengals, Cincinnati Reds, Cincinnati Cyclones. You have FC Cincinnati, but Cle- that's soccer. The Cavaliers should get down to Cincinnati <laughs> and just get Cincinnati out of Cleveland, man. The Cavaliers. How about that? I like the I like the sound of that. I feel like Cleveland's. A I don't think that's happening though. Because of LeBron. Like being from n- near Cleveland yeah, and going, I, I feel like it'd be tough to move to Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, the Pacers are already pretty close. It would, it would be cool though. I don't know who I would root for if I, I watched think, the NBA. I think the Hornets just need to move to Cincinnati. I like that. I'll I'll take anybody in Cincinnati. <laughs> so, would you just start, would you start watching NBA if you maybe? That that would definitely be a good incentive for me to watch if a team ga- came to Cincinnati. If it, if a team didn't come to Cincinnati, what would it take to get you to start watching? I have no clue. <laughs> just something. I, I just don't have an, a team to root for. An NKU for. player going to the NBA. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd root for the player for sure. But not the team. I I would root for the team for his sake. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I would go insane. I would get every shirt. Hat, oh, yeah. go, get his jersey. Yes. And, hey, with NIL, you can get some college jerseys now. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, you said Miami of Ohio, and you know, we were all talking before about the nicest campuses. Oh yeah, Miami is one of the. Ni- is that the nicest one that you have been to? Oh, for sure. I I haven't seen a whole bunch of college campuses. About MKU, um, oh man, put me on the spot here. Uh, Miami, <laughs> Miami, Miami was so nice. It was gorgeous up there. Rather you be honest, just lay it all out there. Yeah. What whether I would pick Miami, Miami or MKU? MKU? Yeah. Miami, sorry NKU. We got we got a great school, and and I was I was bragging to my friend when I was up there all weekend. 
I said, hey, we're in. Uh, we were in March Madness this year. Where was yeah. Miami? That's what I was saying. Miami did have Big Ben though. That's true. <laughs> I don't really care for Big Ben, but <laughs> he was—he's a Hall of Famer though. <laughs> yeah, he uh, put a lot of hurting on me over the years. So, Cincinnati, Xavier. I'm assuming you've seen the campuses. You've been around. I haven't seen Xavier's campus. Really? Yeah, I've been on UCs a lot. So out of so four campuses. Give or take, yeah. So Miami, uh, you, I, say this again. We said it on our March Madness episode a while back. Furman, I saw it was ranked high. It has to be up there. Furman is so nice. Yeah, if you're ever in South Carolina, go to Furman. It's one of the nicest campuses I've ever seen. And you know, a team that made the NCAA tournament, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. I don't know if you all have seen their campus, but it's in. They're the Islanders, and they're literally on an island. Like that's where their campus is, and I'll pull up a picture here. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I did see this campus. It's nice. Let me. Oh yeah, here it yeah. is. This is their campus. Wow, that is, that's pretty sweet. Full on island. You know, it would get kind of scary during floods and hurricanes. But Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I I don't know what they're. I hope they have a shelter or something. But look at that. It's just like one students. pass back to back to mainland. But it's beautiful when the weather's nice. I wonder where the traffic is getting out of classes there. No. You just have to stay on the island. You can't <laughs> leave. You can't leave until after the semester's over. Do they have their own beach? That'd be pretty cool. That would be. It does look Do like they? they have like some sand. That'd there. be pretty cool between classes. Just go sit on the beach. That would be nice. Kick your feet in the water. That's why I was talking about Coastal Carolina, too. They have – they're, like, on Myrtle Beach. So, that would be nice to go to the beach right after. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of some other – I think all, like you said, coastal schools have nice campuses. Yeah, uh, they got the view for sure. So, would you would you go to a coastal school? Let's say Masters. Let's rule out NKU. Let's say for your Masters. Would you go to a coastal school or would you stay inland? I would say uh, – as close to Cincinnati as I can. So Cincinnati? Oh, uh, yeah, I could go to UC for my Masters. <laughs> they do have a football team. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of their football team. Were you a fan before the playoff? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been a UC good. fan my whole life. That's good. That's when, like, when um, UC played NKU in basketball this year. I was, an, I was early, you know, um, as an NKU student. I didn't develop the love for the team as much by that point in the season. So I was kind of a bystander. I didn't get root one way or the other for that game. Boo. <laughs> so where would you go, Josh, for your Masters? Any college campus. Any. any college campus. Well, because for two reasons. Again, Columbia, South Carolina, and the campus of University of South Carolina is really nice. And it's an SEC school. So – SEC competition, SEC football Saturday nights, I'd take that. Noah, how about yourself? I think I'd go to Ole Miss. That's a good one, too. Just Watch for their baseball. Just for <laughs> the baseball. <laughs> their baseball's insane. Yep. Their football and the baseball are not really – or basketball, excuse me, are not really as – Popular is the baseball and the other things going on 
on the campus of Ole Miss. <laughs> Miami and Ole Miss have the same name. College town, though. Mm-hmm. Oxford. Yeah. I, Sam Hubbard went to Miami of Ohio. Did I he? know that. Yeah. And to Moeller High School. No, you, we can't mention Moeller. <laughs> Your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Moeller. <laughs> With that so – Oh, but do you root for Sam Hubbard then? Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. So of course he does. He's on the Bengals. So you're still past the molar to that point. Oh yeah. I mean, no I mean, one can blame. We can't there's blame like you though. Lines drawn, yeah. you know, and we can't blame you though. I mean, you're yeah. you're an alum of Elder. It's your rival. Just I'm makes, assuming makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't like any of my high school rivals, so mm-hmm. I'm sure he doesn't either. So there you go. We'll we'll give it to you. So is Moeller their your biggest rival? And all, like, of everything? Yeah. I'd say them or the Steelers. Yeah. Ah, it's tough. Steelers. Okay. I think I would say the Steelers. Yeah, I, I understand that. An NFL rivalry is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can it can get bad. I mean, we've seen, like, the <laughs> playoff games oh, and the yeah. hit on Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, I don't have a dog in the fight, but that was one of my favorite moments when <laughs> – uh, was it Von Bell? I think put that hit. Oh, on. he lit him up. Yeah. yeah, that was fun, especially after doing the TikTok. <laughs> you, come on, come on, you don't. An NFL player don't do that. And now uh, Juju's a Patriot, and this will be his first time uh, playing with a QB who isn't a Hall of Famer. With we'll see what happens then with that. Yeah. You know, this thirty minutes went by quick, but we're gonna wrap it up. We didn't talk about everything, including the Reds, but the Reds have uh, have some big games coming up and won some big games. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on Spotify. New episode every Tuesday and Thursday. From Phil Hoffman, Noah Miller, and myself, Josh Cobb, have a good day, everyone.